friends, welcome to another episode of Prosecco and Ponies with Tony. On today's episode, I was lucky enough to catch my friend Lou and get him to chat with me about some different stories from his life as a band guy. He's done merch and touring all over the world with all different genres of music from small New York hardcore bands to big productions like One Direction and Oasis. Um, which is really cool. And just wait until you hear his last story about why he's not allowed back in the UK without a work permit. It's fucking wild. And I lost all my words, <laughs> which is why I'm probably not a very good interviewer because I just forgot to talk. Anyways, uh, Lou is at home in New York. So obviously this was a Skype interview with some questionable quality, but that's fine. Anyways, enjoy this glimpse into the world of a music tour guy. So here is my chat with Lou. So I just wanted to say I made up a I made up a new name for you and you are Lou the tour supervisor because in my head that's what you do. I wanted to know like so I did a pretty big deep dive on your Instagram and it was incredible. Like you've been everywhere. How many countries would you say that you've been to? Uh I don't know probably like 40-ish I guess late 30s 40s something like that. That's crazy. Do you have a favorite? Like, is there a place that you always want to go back to? Oh, Japan. Easily. What? Really? Why? Yeah. It's just so, it's just so cool. Everything about it. Like, it's just like, for me, it kind of, it kind of has everything that I want in a destination. Like it's a big city and it's super fast paced and Mm -hmm. um, like, it's got great food and I don't know. It's just got this really cool energy about it. It's definitely not from my experiences anyways i don't really look at it as like an aggressive country you know what i'm saying like it doesn't Mm -hmm. it doesn't have that it doesn't have that kind of toxic masculinity you know that america has um but yeah i don't know like i just always love going there like every time i go there i feel like it's this like i feel like i feel like i won the lottery you know what i mean every single time there yeah yeah so yeah it's really cool how many times have you been there just four times just four (laughs) only four to japan no big deal that's great when you go do you always go with the same band or are you going with different people no every time i've been with somebody completely different so it always it's always like a yeah so it's always a different experience that's awesome wow that's so lucky like yeah you've been you've been everywhere would you say that japan has like the best food too or is it just the whole country in general everything you love about it I don't, you know what? I don't, I, I don't know if I would say it has the best food just because, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, at a certain point I would get tired of fish, you know, and fish mm. isn't even like very, very, you know, like if you were like, what do you want for dinner? I don't think I would name a fish in my top 10 favorite dishes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and Japan is very like fish centric. Mm. Um, <laughs> Like it's great food and it's just I don't know it's just a cool experience I don't like I, like I really don't know how to articulate it. It's one of those places where like you've seen in movies and then like you finally go and like usually whenever you have um, an idea based on fiction, it's always a letdown. Mm-hmm. But but like Japan in general isn't isn't like that. I mean like even their truck stops are cool. You know what I mean? Like if you're really? driving. Yeah, yeah, like, like, they're, like, they're really cool, like, I, I took a picture, I don't know if it's on Instagram, whatever, but I took a picture once, um, you know, like, it's not like here, where it's like, all right, here's your Subway, and your McDonald's, and then, and a, you know, and a bunch of, like, fat truckers, like, blowing up every toilet in there, no, this is like, (laughs) you go, and there's, like, 
oh, there's like a sushi bar. There's like a farmer's market. There's like, there's like, all this, cra- there's like all this crazy stuff there. But anyways, like I remember one time, I I don't remember from where to where we were going, but, but we're driving, you know, and we pull over to get gas. You know, I'm like, oh, you know, like this fruit looks amazing. Like, you know how like fruit looks on TV? It, mm-hmm. it looks like, like that's what their fruit, like like that's what their produce looks like just because they have this like high quality standard. I remember like like I took a picture of the strawberries and I was just like, yo, this doesn't even look real. Like I don't even want to eat this. I don't I'm not worthy. You know what I mean? It's just like it's like this looks incredible. That's really cool. I like I haven't been that far. Like that far. I think the far is like probably the farthest I've been is Romania. And that was like the most, I guess, I don't know, just like the most different place from from everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. so I haven't been to anywhere where it's like super shocking about how different it is. But I feel like Japan would be just like my brain would I would have such a hard time processing it because it's so different from everything that we're used to. Like being from New York, you have access to like quite a bit of different like culture than I do here. Like it's very like, you know, this area is very like white um centric I guess um but then you know New York like you have all these like beautiful amazing communities so you have access to like all this great food and all this different culture but it it's like you know once you get to those countries you realize like wow like this just is really different and one thing I think is really cool is you know when you see places in movies you think like oh it just looks like that for the movie but when you travel around a lot, you realize like, no, these are how these places actually like look like stuff is just really different. Like, it's so neat. I love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So like, where we? My, yeah, like, that's my favorite part about traveling. Sorry, go ahead. No, um, like, so where have you how did you get started doing this? Like, how did you get started, like working with bands and touring with them and doing merch and all this stuff? Like, how did you even how do you start that? Uh, I'll go back a little bit further than when I started, just so you understand. You know, so I grew up in New York and, you know, I grew up going to hardcore shows at a pretty early age. I guess I was like 12, 13. Wow. And uh, yeah. And, you know, then like, you know, like you just go to these shows and then you meet people, you know, it's, you know, I, it, it wasn't like um like a big community of people, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so and it and also, you know, uh, when I got into it, it was kind of like, um before I before I started going to shows, they had these Sunday uh, s- Sunday matinees, and then when I started, those those quickly stopped just due to violence and stuff. So like there were only like the only sh- like only like hardcore shows that were around were like like really really smaller ones and like the bigger ones. But like by big, it like it's not like they're playing in a, a arena. It'd be like eight hundred people mm-hmm. or something. You know what I mean? Okay. And then you know, and then like the matinees came back in like other forms and you know like you just meet people and then yeah like eventually you know people that I became friends with they were in a band and then mm-hmm. you know I was just like hey can I come with you guys to you know whatever like like they're from Brooklyn so a trip out like a like a trip for me I don't know I don't know what was my first trip but you know like we would do things like we would drive upstate to Albany which is like three hours away or play Boston that's like four hours away so these were like the beginnings of like my introduction to uh to traveling with um with bands and it was like for no money obviously and then you know like a a weekend (laughs) 
a weekend would, you know, become a week and then a week would eventually be two weeks. And then eventually those two weeks became a month, you know, over the course of however many years. And then, you know, like, again, I will stress was for no money, like literally (laughs) no money. I don't mean no money. Like, Oh, I only got paid a thousand bucks for a month. No, I meant like I saved up the last two weeks of my shitty paycheck, which at the time, I think I was working at like, I don't know, at like this closeout store or maybe the gap or something. So basically for two weeks of work, I would, I would bring, you know, like a, I would get like maybe 400 bucks and I would make that 400 bucks last for like a month or six weeks or however long the tour was just to make sure that I could eat because again, there was no money. Yeah, I guess like especially with some of the smaller bands, it's like you do it for the love and the passion. Like it's not for the check. It's for like I just love it. So you just go with it, I guess. Yeah. And then, you know, after a while of doing that, some of the bands that weren't as big as when I first started, you know, they started to kind of come into their own and they were able, you know, to get record deals and stuff like that. And then I would Mm -hmm. go out on the I would go out on the road with them because I had already known them from way before that. And we were friends and we're cool. And, you know, yeah, like we would like, I would just basically like every tour I did in the beginning was exclusively with friends, you know? Wow. That's great though. No, no money. No, no money, but you get to make a lot of memories and hang out with people that you like. That's fucking, that's great. Um, so you don't remember the first, like, what was the first, like, big tour that you went on? Do you know? Can you think oh, of it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, this is actually a good story because it ended in a disaster. Uh, oh. The first, yeah, like, the first big tour I was going to do was uh, two weeks, right? I was, you know, okay. it, it, it was, like, the longest I was going to be away from home, and I was excited, and it was, uh, what was it? You know, it was from, like, I want to say New Jersey, down to i don't even remember where the like the tour would would even end up maybe like chicago or something but it would go down south and then west i'm not sure i don't remember because we never made it so the first show you know so the first show we did was um in uh new jersey right which was great because we were informed that we were going to get jumped at that show so when they came to pick me up yeah so when they came and picked me up they uh so so all right so the band is a band called uh indecision and they're from brooklyn new york um so that's the first band that i ever did anything with and then they had this like this like short bus as the van you know like Mm -hmm. a short school bus and you know and it was painted blue it's pretty big you know they had like a like a loft with beds it was pretty spacious it just wasn't those vehicles aren't meant for long travels, but you know, oh, what okay. do you know? You're, you're, you're young. Yeah. Um, you're young and you don't care about that stuff. You're like, I just want to do fun stuff. Like I don't want to. Yeah. 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 So they picked me up for the first show in New Jersey and like in the, like in the bus, cause it was like a little bus. There was like mm-hmm. 15 people in there. And I was oh like, my God. like, who the fuck are all, I was like, yo, like who the fuck are all these people? And then, you know, you know, and then like someone pulls out a, you know, like eventually like they tell me the deal. Someone pulls out like, like a machete. Someone pulls out a gun. What? I'm just like, yeah, I'm just like, yo, what's like, what the fuck is going on? So so that was the first show of that, of that tour. 
Whoa. Um, and Kate, how old were you? Like, how old would you have been around this, like, first big show? Like, was this, like, early 20. 20s? I was 20. What? And so, like, you're on a bus with these this band and all these people, and people just start pulling out weapons? And you're like, uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Well, yeah. Well, yeah, because it wasn't what I was expecting. So, so we did the show. Nobody got jumped, whatever. And then we... I forget, like, the next show was in Baltimore, but we had a day off. So we're just like, all right, well, like, we're just going to go back to Brooklyn and, we'll, you know, and we'll we'll resume this the next, like, you know, like, like, we'll leave the day of the show. Like, there's no need because, like, Baltimore from New York is like three hours away. So there's no okay. need to, like, you know, travel overnight for that. Um, so, pick, you know, say, say pick me up and whatever. And then, you know, it was fine. Some shenanigans happened in the in the van, which. uh I can't talk about if you, you know what? I just will. Cause I never get to talk about this stuff. Cause it's funny. So, <laughs> so me and the singer, like we, like we didn't get along like at oh. all, which is, which is always a great recipe for being in close quarters with somebody being like, Hey, we don't get along. Cool. Let's travel together. Right. For like in a small space. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. So, so picture this. So like the buses, you know, there's the driver's seat, there's the passenger seat and then there's like these three like three benches essentially there's like one behind the driver one behind the passenger and one kind of in the middle and then behind that is all like like this loft that we built for the gear and there's you know like there's a bed above that you know whatever so i'm just so so i'm sitting behind the singer who's who's sitting in the passenger seat mm-hmm. and um we're driving down there and i don't know like we're in traffic, I guess, or maybe we left late, which is, you know, that makes sense too. He turns around and he's like, Lou, it's two o'clock. And he punches me like really hard. <gasps> what? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? So I'm looking at like the people who are sitting across from me and next to me. And they're kind of giving me that look like, just ignore him. I'm like, all right, fine. What? Was he then, high? Or like he no. just was an asshole? No. Yeah. Yeah. He was a total asshole at the time. Mm. Like we're we're good friends now. I actually posted a picture of him recently on my Instagram of us together. Um, oh. but yeah, but, uh, so then it's, it's three o'clock and then it's like, Lou, it's three o'clock. And he just punches me again. I'm just like, yo, what the fuck? What? And then, and then they're like, yo, just dude, just ignore him. I'm like, fine. So it's four o'clock. Like my, my eyes on the clock, you know, I'm like, it's four o'clock. Oh, I'll boy. Be, like, like I'll be ready. He's like, Lou, it's four o'clock. And then he punches me, and then I hit him like I hit him over the head with a with a glass Snapple bottle, <laughs> right? Okay. So I hit him over the head, you know, and I'm looking at everybody who's sitting near me, like, yeah, look what I did. And then this motherfucker just like lunges out of the back seat, and we're like tussling, whatever. Um, oh. Oh, actually, no, you know what? I forgot one thing. So as I'm like mm-hmm. smiling and I, you know, and I'm claiming like victory, whatever, he throws a fucking like a tape, like in the, like in the actual cassette case. Oh he no. Throw, he throws it at me and it hits me like right in the middle of my forehead. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then, he, and then he jumps at me, you know, and we're just like rolling around and, you know, it just, yeah. And that was like the start of that tour. Um, oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, but, but like, you know, it's exciting. Yeah, but, okay, so you're friends with him now? 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So this is like male, like this is like male, like early 20s, like hormone rages. Like what? Why? Like, why is he just hitting people on the hour? I like oh, I don't understand. Oh, because he was because he was a dick. <laughs> Apparently. So yeah. that started off your tour in yeah. a tiny small bus. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So we get, you know, so we get to the show. It's at uh the first show or like the show in Maryland is uh it's outside of um Baltimore at this place called Phantasmagoria, which is like a really cool venue. So we you know, so we do the show and then afterwards, like we're spending the night with uh with a friend of the band who lives in Baltimore, which, you know, was like 30 minutes away on the way there, the van starts like doing these noises. Right. You know, like we're like, Uh-oh. that's not, that's not normal, you know? So, so it's like, okay, whatever, not a big deal. We make it, you know, we make it to, uh, to this kid's house, you know, we spend the night there, whatever. I don't remember anything about it, but uh, the next day we get in the van and we start leaving. And it's just like, you know, we're on the highway and it's just like, like the van just kind of, it doesn't stop, but like, it's no longer taking gas. So we're on the highway Uh-oh. and you know, we're like, Oh, uh, so we managed to, to pull off, you know, so you managed to pull off on un- unscathed, whatever. I mean, like, at least the brakes work, you know? Oh um, my God. So we managed to pull off and then, uh, we're, we're like, well, shit, what are we going to do? And right off the highway, there's two things. There's like a prison, and there's also like a like a big like auto body shop. So we're like, oh, because it's perfect. But, you know, yeah. This is before this is before cell phones and shit. So like you would have to look at like like a phone like a local phone book or call information or whatever. Yeah. Uh, from a payphone. But um, but you know, so we get there and um, you know, the guy's like, oh yeah, it's not a big deal. You know, you can uh, you know, we can have you, you know, like out of here by tomorrow but that meant we had to miss the show that day so we're like fuck we're, we're like oh well you know what you just missed one show because it was virginia which is like I think two hours away or something mm-hmm. and and then like the next show was somewhere in north carolina which would only be like seven hours away so it's like we can it's like all right we can leave tomorrow we may get to the show late but we can do that right that's fine and then okay. and then you know that day was like, oh, I don't know, man. It's it's actually not what I thought it was. And then it's like, all right, so we missed another day. And then we missed another day. And then I think by, like, the third day, we're like, okay, look, we're just going to spend the whole day in the mm-hmm. auto body shop and just wait, right? So we're waiting and waiting and waiting. And, um, you know, it's just like there's nothing to do, you know, like if you've got to have to, you know, get your car fixed and you're waiting at the auto body shop, that's not a place you want to hang out. There's like nothing no. going on. It's like stale <laughs> coffee and like a, bu- and like a bunch of like really uncomfortable chairs. And there's like six <laughs> of us or, or seven yeah. of us, whatever. So it's like, all right. So I was like, Hey, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to sleep in the bus because there's a mattress there. So I go to sleep in the bus and then, you know, I overhear, um, like I wake up for a second and I overhear, um, the mechanic go, Hey, I'm going to take this for a spin. It looks good. And I'm just like, well, I don't really have to get up. You know what I mean? It sounds, you know, like I'm not in the way. Right. Yeah. Um, You're just laying. You're fine. Yeah. Just laying. And then, um, you know, he takes it, like I fall back asleep. So like some of the stuff is just kind of like hazy, like dreamlike almost. So I, you know, (laughs) (laughs) so like, 
what ha- what winds up happening is like uh, all this smoke just starts coming out of the engine. And if you <gasps> you know and if you and if you have a if you have a bus, basically like the engine is located right alongside the driver, not like in front. You know what I mean? Right. So when the, so like all this like thick acrid fucking black smoke is just you know I'm waking up I'm like the fuck is going on whatever you know and the guy um, um you know and like the the mechanic like he yells he goes holy shit and he pulls and he pulls over and he runs away oh no so, so like like this smoke is so he he like he's driving on like a deserted like pretty much like a deserted highway anyways like at night so and it's just all this smoke coming out of it and all i see are um like the engine is bright red oh my and, god and so and you're I on a miss. fucking burning bus basically yeah yeah there's all this like smoke coming out of it and i you know so i run out you know like i find my shoes and i run out of there and i'm just like what the fuck am I? Like, there's nothing. There's not even like uh, those like reflectors on the side of the road. There's nothing. There's not even any cars coming. It's just like I'm what? like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like, yeah, there's there's nothing. And oh then um, I don't know. He comes back maybe like a half hour later, I guess. However long it took him to run to the place and then you know come come back. <laughs> so I'm just there, you know. And then like they tow the um they tow the the little bus back to the shop and then they're like yeah we don't know what's going on so then it's like tore over oh um, but this is so tour doesn't end there so we got to get home and you know it's not that far but it's like all right well let's rent a u-haul i'm like all right cool so in my head i'm like yeah u-haul and then i'm like wait that means that most of us have to ride in the back with the gear have you ever ridden in the back of a u-haul <laughs> No. In the, fucking, in the fucking summer. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. Oh my that god. Sucks. I bet. And there was what you said, like seven of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh there's like god. three. Yeah, so there's three people in the front and like four of us in the back. But it's like we're like surrounded by gear, and the gear isn't 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 stacked high because it's just gonna fall over. So we're all just like laying on like different pieces of gear and merch and. <laughs> I feel like a trip like that is stuff that you can only do when you're in your like when you're in your 20s because after you hit like 29 like stuff you know when you go to sleep and you wake up and you're like oh I slept funny and now my neck hurts for three days like you can't I can't do that anymore. (laughs) Oh yeah I would never do that now. No. No. (laughs) That's so you guys did get home then obviously in the back of a U-Haul. Yeah, 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 we do. Oh. <laughs> so it's like the tour that wasn't, basically. Yeah, but, you know, like I feel like any, and I feel like most people would be like, well, that's enough for me. And I'm like, nah, man, give me another one. What else you got? <laughs> <laughs> like, do it again, round two. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, it got off to a pretty uh, intense start, so I'm not surprised it ended in flames, really. Yeah, yeah, me either. That's great. <laughs> so, Kate, that was that was a that was a good one. I really enjoyed that story, and I'm gonna forever think about you when I see Snapple from now on. So, thank you oh, for yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> like every um, year on that anniversary, you should just send him a bottle of Snapple and be like, "Thinking of you." It'd be nice. <laughs> well, 
Well, this is funny too. Like, uh, I think like a year later or something, like the band broke up, and uh, I think he went to like Kentucky or something to hang out with somebody, or 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 maybe he was maybe he was riding with a different band. I forget what happened, but but he wound up in 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 Kentucky, and then he got arrested for stealing a Snapple um, <gasps> from from like a gas station there or something. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I'm sure he'll love that you told that story. He'll I doubt he'll ever hear this, but that's amazing. I, I like yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. I doubt um, it. I doubt it too. So what what was the biggest tour that you were on? Like the like budget wise, what was like the biggest tour that you've been on? Because you've been a lot of fucking places. Uh, Probably One Direction because that's all like football stadiums. You were with One Direction. What did you do? Were you like merch? Were you what yeah yeah merch and it was it was it was it was one of the worst tours i've ever been on what why because it sucked because it's like okay so this is my day every day and you tell me if you think ah oh, it sounds cool so oh. basically like you know so so that band is you know uh a merch machine like they sell mm-hmm. so much merch yeah um so it's like all right well we have to bring in more than they sell obviously you know so we don't run out so it's like it's like you know how long it takes to count five million dollars worth of merch you know how long it takes oh my god i can't imagine yeah yeah i mean me either until i was you know i was part of that and i was just like what the fuck i was like yo this this sucks and then you know so basically like on something like that like my days are so long it's like so we start at 7 a.m right like the oh day God. before the like the day before the show we yeah. start at 7 a.m and then we count up until i don't know like i mean we stop maybe like around midnight i guess or so oh just God. so we can just so we can you know go back to the hotel and sleep for a little bit and then come back and then we're back at 7 a.m you know and then it's like all right cool and then like on the the day like since because all right so we had like two semi trucks like it was like just merch holy um, shit i just like if for one direction i'm picturing it's all just like panties and tank tops like no. like well, that's no great. so like two trucks of merch just like what yeah and we would you know and every day we would accept like multiple shipments because it's like what because like when you have a shirt when you have like a shirt with tour dates on it for a band like that that thing sells out like almost immediately so it's kind of like we can't get three trucks just because it's you know for like tour logistics you know with like parking and i mean there's there's all this stuff that kind of comes into it and like Mm -hmm. budgeting whatever it's they just discovered it's just cheaper for us to get um these shipments every day so we would get like 20 pallets of merch and it would be like you know like 30 40 boxes of merch in a pallet sometimes it would just be like a pallet of programs which it is like the heaviest thing in the world yeah so it's like you know so to have those things and then you have to like put them in the truck and it just like it's just a grueling job and yeah like fiscally i guess i made a lot of money but it's like if i'm working like 18 hour days yeah. Every fucking day, the money you give me isn't worth it. Like that's in, yeah. Yeah, like in my head, it. I guess I, I'm like I'm almost speechless because I feel like in my head I had like something way more glamorous in mind. Like, oh, you you're merch, so you like 
get to travel in like a nice vehicle and then you just like stand at the table and you're like, oh, do you want like a medium or a large? And then you take their money and then you like go have drinks. Like in my head, that's what it was. Like I never pictured all the other things that had to go with it. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that couldn't be further from the truth. That's like not it <laughs> at all. Yeah, if like it was, not even close. Even, it, yeah, like it, like if it was, I would never want another job. I'm like, this is sick. I don't have to do anything. Yeah, like, oh, it's so glamorous. Okay, I saw um when I was doing my deep dive through your Instagram, um, you did mention that you were on a tour and it was, it sounded like you were uh doing merch for a band that had an older crowd. And you mentioned like it was just awful. Like they were like basically like throwing money at you, like pick this up peasant, like um, and they were not it wasn't like a great experience. Was that would you say that was the worst for you? Um I don't Do you know remember that who that worst. was? Yeah, yeah, it was uh the Moody Blues. Um it was um and mind you, like, this has nothing to do with the band. You know what I'm saying? No. Like, bands don't necessarily get to pick their audience. Um, no, certainly. Which is why most bands don't want to meet their audience. But, oh, that's like, fair. Uh, that's fair. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, no, like, that thing, it was, like, a culmination of different of different things. Like, that was also during, like, the 2016 presidential election. So, you, so like, you have, a, you have a crowd that's very you know, like demographically a lot older than I'm used to, you know, like, like we're not talking about people like in their forties, we're talking about people like in their seventies, you know? So like their right conservative leanings, I don't know. It just like dealing, like I had a little bit of that before I I did a tour with boss and everybody on the tour was great. And I, Mm -hmm. you know, and boss is great too, but it's like the crowd is just very like, you know, I mean, I don't know. It's, you know, it's almost as if I wish, or not I wish, but like I feel like they wish that like segregation was still a thing. You know what I mean? Like, <gasps> oh like God. a way that, yeah, like the way that like they kind of talk to me. And mind you, you know, I'm not black. You know, I, you know, I'm just a brown guy. But you know, but I get all that real negative like energy and like just you know just having somebody literally just like flick money at you because they don't want to touch you. You know what I'm saying? You know, what? it's just kind of like. Yeah, it's just kind of like it's just so like demeaning, and I'm just like I don't. I'm like I'm like fuck off, man. And <laughs> That's like horrible. And you take that behavior with people who are like really really psyched on this election, you know, with like and all the sh- all the shows were in red states, so it's like all like Trump. It was basically like just selling like a room full of, like Trump supporters and oh, them okay. telling me how great like these like outlandish ideas of how great he's going to be. I'm like, you're wait. So let me get this straight. You think a con man, not only you think he's going to care about you, but you think he's going to be great for this country. And, and you're thinking at me because you're fucking racist. Cool. This, oh this, this is going to end well. So that was fun. <laughs> how long were you on? Were you on a bunch of dates on that tour or was it just a couple? Like, I no, guess I what like, I, I guess what I'm meaning like, is like, did you have to put up with it for a long time? <laughs> Yeah, like the tour was like, like almost a month. Oh my god, that's a long time. Yeah, yeah. that's and that's yeah, a long yeah, time yeah. to sort of be treated like that every day, or maybe not every day, but like every second day or however many dates there was. It was wow. mo- it was most days. Like there was a couple there was a couple of days 
where I feel like that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And if I look at the routing, maybe I could be like, oh, that's probably why. Because it was in like, <laughs> you know, like a liberal metropolitan city, probably. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Instead of like, like, man, like I can't even remember like the dates because it was all places like I'd never been to before. I'm like, where is that? It wasn't like, oh, yeah, Chicago <laughs> and Vegas. It was like, no, no, it wasn't. And there was like two Iowa dates three Wisconsin dates. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you don't oh, need to boy. go to any of those places once, let alone multiple, <laughs> multiple times. Yeah. No kidding. Is there, um, what would you say is the, what's the craziest thing that you've ever seen? Like being on these tours with all these different bands. Defi- okay. Well, let me ask you what you mean by that question. Like, do you mean like something that like do you mean something that happened while I was on the tour yeah something exclusively show related like something exclusively exclusively show related that your your brain is just like did I just like see this like is this real is this happening oh fuck um well let me try to think um like the first like I don't think this is that crazy and maybe you'll think I'm crazy for not thinking it's that crazy. But I remember one time I was on tour with Bon Jovi and we did a show in Miami and they phoned in a bomb threat. And it was a, that was like my first experience with that oh. shit. Where Yeah, where, you know, where it was like, oh, OK, wait, what? what we have to evacuate the area. Not even oh, let's leave the, let's leave this. Let's leave this room. It's like, no, like the bomb squads on the way. We have to go to a safe location. But things like that. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's wild. That's crazy. I think that's yeah. pretty crazy. I've never been part uh, of a bomb threat. So, yeah, no, it's a bit crazy. Yeah, I mean, I don't suggest it. Um, no. <laughs> like, oh, okay, I'll cross that off my to-do list then, I suppose. Like, so, bomb um, threat. And what about yeah, from fans? Uh, like, have you seen, like, really intensely insane fans on some of these tours? Oh, yeah, all of them. And like, like they don't, they don't, they don't get it. They don't, you know. All right, it's like this. I remember one time I was on tour with uh, with Dillinger Escape Plan, and we were doing this tour with AFI, right? Mm-hmm. And this is when, like, this is when like AFI was like blowing up. They were, you know, I think like they got like some MTV award or something. But, but like, you know, like they were, they were huge at this point. Mm-hmm. And um, there was one show that we did in Philly. They had to fly immediately afterwards to do an award show, maybe in like, yeah, like, I don't know, or, or maybe like some TV show that like the very next morning, like, like it was something where they had no time to lose. So what they did was right after the set, like in their stage clothes, they went from the stage to this van and the van took them on like, like a private charter to somewhere wow. else where they had to do something. Yeah. Like, uh. Like, I forget what, I forget, like, where they went or what they were doing, but it was something that, like, yo, we need to do this immediately. We got no time to lose. So after the show, I'm loading out, and there's, like, like 75 people out by the loading dock, and they're waiting for AFI. So they're asking anybody, like, who, you know, oh. who they see who has, like, a tour pass. They're, like, they're, like, they're, like, hey, hey, like, where's AFI? Where's AFI? Like, where's Davey? And I'm, like, yeah, they, they left. And they're, like, no. I'm, like. No, yeah, they they left. They got like right from the stage. They went in a van because mm-hmm. they're flying to do this event. And they're wow, like, so yeah, you were just like, you're oh. crushing hearts. You're just breaking hearts left, right, and center for that. Yeah. So I so I go out because you know so I go out like our bus call wasn't until late. 
So I go out and I don't know, I'm gone like a few hours, you know, I think our bus call was like 5am or 6am or something. Mm-hmm. So I come back like right before then, you know, I like, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you what I did. I don't remember, but I know I came back very happy, you know, oh. maybe I was hanging out with a girl <laughs> or maybe I just ate like 11 cheesesteaks. I don't know what happened, but I was in a good mood. Yeah. You know, I was like, or, you know, whatever. So, so I come back and all those people are still there what? and then they see me. And now mind you, our, like our bus is the only bus in that parking lot. Like the other buses have gone, like they left. Oh. Oh, wow. So there's only one bus left in the parking lot. And it's a bus with a trailer, which is like, uh, if there's buses with no trailers, they probably have like some kind of vehicle, like a truck or something for their gear. Yeah. It's probably like, like the headliner is probably not, it's probably not in the bus with the trailer. Right. Maybe like com- common sense. Yeah. Common yeah. sense would dictate they're probably not in that particular vehicle. Yeah. So, so I'm walking back to the bus and, you know, I see all these people and then they're like, Hey, do you know when Davey's coming out? I was like, yo, I told you like four hours ago, they're all <laughs> gone. Like even their buses are gone. I'm like, yeah. I don't know why you wouldn't believe me. Cause I don't give a shit if you talk to them or not. It doesn't matter to me. It doesn't bother me if you do one way or the other. I was letting <laughs> you guys know, don't waste your time. Yeah. Aw, who would you say, like, who would you say that you've gone with that has the best fans? Like, who has the best fans out of anybody you can think of? The best fans? Yeah, like, who's, like, the chillest, the funnest fans, like, the most entertaining, even? Well, most entertaining is probably, like, Juggalos. Oh, my God. Actually, you know what? I'll say this. I'll say this. Those are actually the best fans and and i'm answering it in a way that you don't think i'm answering because i'm not making fun of them at all i've so i've never worked for insane clown posse but i've worked for bands in the insane clown posse world and i've been to the gathering of the juggalos okay so most fans don't possess these qualities about them and these qualities are they don't they don't really have like an attention to detail like like as far as like, like they're not they're not like Hi, could I get that that shirt with the blue ink on the front and like uh, the tour dates on the back? They're like, give me that one or give me the tour shirt. Something very vague. Like they don't have, they don't possess the ability to like articulate what they want, which is frustrating for me because it's like, well, uh, like because I hate guessing games anyways. Like yeah. when someone's like, hey, guess my, I'm like, I'm like, I don't care. Like once you tell me to guess, I don't care. Right. Um. So that's frustrating. And then like the size thing is also like. They don't know. And then, you know, it just like, it just like, all right, well, you're dumb. And then even if, even if they have the first two, by the time you get to the actual transaction part, it's like, uh, Hey, why weren't you getting your money ready while I was getting these shirts to save time? Cause I would actually save time for both of us. And then it's like, like, there's all this crap that people don't do. And then kind of like, don't you want to just maybe get an advantage at any point in your life? You know what I'm saying? Just like, <laughs> yo, just get your money ready. And then you and then you don't have to talk to this fat asshole who's making you feel stupid. <laughs> sounds easy. Sounds easy. To, sounds like a great idea to me. Um, and Juggalos are the exact opposite. They're like, hi. I'll have, they're like, hi. I'll take the brown shirt with the yellow writing, cool. And and this size, thank you very much. And if I don't have it, I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't have it. Oh, great. Well, then I'll take the red one. You know, it's like they have a plan B. They know what they want. They're able to express what they want. And then as you're getting it, they have the money ready. If, and, and if it's not exact change, they have whatever form of payment ready for you. 
And then not only that, after you've completed the transaction, yeah. they say thank you and they say thank you in a way that no other fan says. They kind of really? like look you in the eye and go and go, hey man, thank you very much. Because they mean it, because they're excited about it, because they're not yeah. looking at me like oh, like this fucking monkey, you know, has to do what I want. I feel entitled. No, they're just psyched that like, it's not, it's like the moment isn't lost on them of where they are and how much they, they, they really appreciate the event. You know what I mean? Wow. I like just have a newfound respect for juggalos right now. That's great. That's nice. Like that's really nice. It's really sweet. Yeah. It seems like they have like, Juggalos are intense. They're very intense fans. And I like I love that. I love when people are really intensely passionate about stuff. And they do seem like that. I remember you not that long ago, you were like quizzing. I think you were quizzing people on your Instagram. Like you had like some polls and you were asking people about like people were asking you about like when the first time was you listened to like a song. And you didn't you say that you didn't listen to ICP like at all? Yeah, no. Why? <laughs> but what if you became a super fan? You never know. I I wouldn't. I I mean I've seen them. <laughs> I've seen them play. All right, yeah. all right. Here's the thing. So in punk and hardcore, they, there lies this like uh, pledge. You know, like you know, we are like the the disenfranchised. We're like the misfits, and anybody that's in our community. Like we welcome all people who feel not represented in this world, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and we're going to work together, unity, all that shit. That's all bullshit because that really, that like, that really doesn't exist in punk and hardcore because all these things come into it. Like, you know, like, I mean, there's, there's like different kinds of like, like prejudice that exists there you know it's like oh that guy's wearing the wrong shirt that guy's you know you know that guy's hair is too long hair is too short he's not listening to the right bands or he moshes stupid you know what i'm saying like there's all this shit yeah. the one thing i the one thing i found with juggalos is like they don't fucking care who you are they just care why you're there if you're there because hey you know what i just want to be here then that's then they fucking they they give you everything like from the first second oh. I was at the gathering all these people were just like hey it's your first time here right because obviously I don't look like I'm a fucking juggalo and <laughs> and I'm like yeah you know and it's oh. a bit scary because you know it's a bit scary being like hi I'm one of maybe like ten people here that aren't juggalos and there's like mm-hmm. thirty thousand people here that 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 are mm-hmm. um you know like just them being so like hey man if you need anything you know if you need any help if you need any friends you need any food like like most people I met there just literally like offered me the shirt on their back. They, what? you know, oh, like, that's so nice. And I, don't, and I don't know these people, you know, Yeah. but they were just so cool. And they were just so, they were just so into the fact that like, wow, man, this is cool. Like we're here and you know, it doesn't matter why you're here, but you're here and that's cool. And we want you to have a good time. That shit doesn't exist in hardcore because every, you know, because there's always like an agenda, you know, like for 30s, you know, like the only shitty, you know what? I would be a juggalo if all those bands I didn't think sucked because they are like, all right, like, like if you don't like ICP, they're like the best ones. Like Mm -hmm. you got to see who's playing the gathering at like 11 a.m. Oh, because it just, you know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. ICP. While they, well, like, I don't think they're good. Like, I'm not into it at all. Mm-hmm. 
They're the best one. Everybody really? else is significantly worse. Oh. <laughs> like, like, like you go down like this underground juggalo YouTube hole, you're yeah. going to be like, holy shit, this is horrible. It may be interesting if you're the kind of person that likes to laugh at people. I generally don't because I'm just, that's just not my thing. I don't like to mock people. I yeah, just, I'd rather just, I'd, I'd rather just like insult somebody to their face and get the reaction than like mock them behind their back. Yeah. But yeah, but like Juggalo music, I'm not into. Juggalo lifestyle, it's kind of cool because because basically it's like, hey, we just want you to, you know, like we're a family. That's literally like what they what they like yell out, like family, and like they mean it. Like that's the thing. It's like, yo, if you're here, I don't care why you're here, but the important thing is you're here, and we love you for that. That's wow. There's something, rom- there's something romantic about that. Yeah, I love that. That's really. <laughs> like that makes my heart so happy. I don't know why I love it. Yeah, um I like I kind of feel like a lot of like hardcore shows and stuff um you know like everybody kind of fits in but not really. Like every it's you know when you walk in it's like a sea of black. Like everything's like black t-shirts and black pants and black hair and everything's black but like you still sort of always are like yeah I don't even though like I'm I'm all in black and I usually am like I still don't like fit in and Nobody really makes you ever feel like you're really part of anything. You know, most like most shows are like that. The only one that I found was different was when Clutch was here not that long ago. And uh, Jared really likes Clutch. So we like I don't mind them. It just is not like my like favorite favorite. But we went and when we walked in, it was a sea of like plaid shirts and baseball hats. And I was like, this is like. Every like anybody that has lumber sexual fantasies, like you could masturbate to this for years. Like, holy shit, like beards and plaid and baseball hats, like just fucking a thousand people dressed like that. Like it was hilarious. But I love I love that juggalos are like this (laughs) big, beautiful community. Like that just I don't know why I'm like so entertained by that thought. I love it. I was just going to say, like, to put it in perspective, at, at this point in my life, I've been going to hardcore shows for 31 years. Mm-hmm. I And I still don't feel comfortable there. Really? Yeah. So like, how funny like, is that? Like, why? Like, what what makes you kind of, like, just because of the attitude of the people around you or, like, what? Yeah, I mean, it's a combination of, of both, you know what I mean? You know, like, yeah. there's just, like... You know, I mean, I get it. It's an angry, aggressive form of music. And I mean, I don't think of myself as not an angry person. I just handle my feelings differently. You know you know what I'm saying? Like, I try mm-hmm. to do it constructively. And for, like, a lot of people, I don't know, I guess it's just like, I don't know, there's just like, there's just like way too much testosterone in the air, you know? And a lot of yeah. it is like, you know, I find like a lot of the hardcore that I listened to as a kid, you know, had like, a bit of substance to it you know um and now it's just like it's just you know it's almost like all right like it's feel like they just kind of exists as like vehicles for mosh parts and i'm kind uh, of like i'm like i'm like dude just jerk off it's easier <laughs> and cooler yeah you know yeah, what like <laughs> you can even it's like it's it's like you can even jerk off here that would be cooler yeah like you'll feel I'll better care yeah <laughs> like i'll like, just look the other way I'd rather get some like anonymous jizz on me than like a fucking than like a kick to the face 
Yeah. I'm just like, jizz, whatever. It's a gift of life. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, like, eventually I re- started to realize, like, I might, like, be too old to be in pits because I got punched in the spine um, at some point. Uh, I don't remember where I was, but I got punched, like, right in the spine. And I was like, you know what? I think I'm, like, I think I should maybe just stand to the side now because I... I don't, I don't want that anymore. Like, mm, I'll be good over here. <laughs> like, yeah, it's uh band fans are, I'm always just really fascinated by the behavior of people that like are really into music. Like, I love it. Who would you say yeah. has the, who has the worst fans? I mean, probably like any collection of like those like older crowds, you know, like, um, yeah. like on one end it's, it's, it's kind of cute in a way, you know, when you have to like help out like a grandma with something because mm-hmm. she can't figure it out. Like that's fine, but it's another thing if you basically you just have to like assist a person who you, you who who is like a blatant fucking racist. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, I'm just like cool. This is great. Yeah, that's too, shitty. Like, I'm not I'm not the kind of person who like yeah like I, I'm not the kind of person who like oh well I'll just I'll just kill my kindness. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's that's not me. It's like I'll kill you, but not with kindness. Right. <laughs> yeah, I guess like too. I don't know. Like, what are your when you're doing like, let's say you're doing like the merch table for someone. Like, what are your like obligations for politeness? Is it just like, do you have a boss that's like you have to be nice to everybody that's here, or are you just allowed to dish it out as it's served to you? I, I don't necessarily have a boss per se, as far as like, like, Hey, you gotta be nice. And it's like, it's like, Hey, you know what? Regardless if I'm a, if I'm a dick or not, they're going to buy what they want to buy because they want to buy yeah. it. Right. So it's like, like it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. There's some bands I've worked for who, um, I worked for the Cottonmouth Kings. That's who I went to the gathering with. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that they wanted me to do they didn't say I was mean to the fans or anything, but they were like, they wanted to boost sales. Mm-hmm. So they were like, Hey, you know, can you go out like into the crowd and like, like walk around with a sign and let people know they have merch. I'm like, no, I'm not oh. doing that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not a salesman. I'm like, here, here's like, when you look at the duties of the merch person, unless it's somebody who just shows up and like d- doesn't care and whatever. But like, if you have like a professional merch person on the road, they're your warehouse manager. Um, mm-hmm. They're your stock supervisor. They're essentially your um, your builders because you build your workstation every night. They're the cashiers. Mm-hmm. They're the customer service people. Then they're the people that has to, you know, um, they're essentially your uh, auditors. They have to count out everything, and, you know, and then like settle the, settle the money, pay the venue. Then... Wow. They're also they're also your banking team because they have they're the ones making the the bank deposits, and they're also like representative on the road because it's like you know I have to send out sales reports, I have to answer dumb questions, you know what I'm saying? So it's a lot. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, so it's like on top of that, you want me to go in the crowd like a like I'm part of the circus with a sign? I'm like I don't do that shit. I'm not a salesperson, by the way. I don't, you know, like right. your music and your band and your design should sell it, should sell themselves. Wow. That's wow. I've like, I feel like I've learned so much today. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, me too. 
that's a lot. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's a long day. No kidding. Like I just uh, genuinely in my head, it was like this rosy job of like, you just stand and like take people's money, hand them shirts and fucking go about your business. And that is like the smallest part of it. It sounds like that's like the least amount of what you would do like that. Wow. That's well, yeah, a long well, day. Yeah, you gotta Holy think shit. About, yeah. Well, cause you gotta think about like, well, where are the shirts coming from? And where's the money going? Because it's yeah. like, I mean, I'm sure like I'm sure you've met people in bands. They're mostly useless when it comes to things like that. But yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know why I in my head it was like such a glamorous, like easy, like, oh, you just stand for a couple hours and but like that's not it at all. No. <laughs> that's crazy. That's so no. nice. yeah. Um, I yeah. saw I saw your post, sorry, like to interrupt you, but I saw your post about, um, you were talking about being with, uh, the Black Dahlia murder and how, like, that was such a great, like, it sounded like you had kind of like only nice things to say in your post about that tour. Like, what was so great about it? It's just fun, honestly. Like, I, um, so that tour was, it was Black Dahlia murder between the buried and me, who I was with, Cephalic mm-hmm. Carnage and this band called in- Into the Moat. What's mm-hmm. funny about Between the Buried and Me is uh, two things. None of us can remember how I even started working for them. Um, oh. And then the reason that I even met them was because my buddy used to play guitar for them, and then he was kicked out. Um, oh. Yeah. So one day they played New York, they played CBs, and I went to go see them. And then as I was going into the venue, coming like like standing in the doorway was the singer. And he was like, hey, man. I was like, hey, what's going on, man? He's like, you're looking for Nick, right? I'm like, yeah. He's like, uh, we kicked him out the van two days ago. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. I was like, oh, that's weird. I was like, all right, well, I'll still stay and, you know, whatever, hang out. And, like, actually, like, the very first time I met them, they drove me home. Oh, my like, God. They didn't. Yeah. Like, they. Yeah. They were like, um, yeah, I don't know. They were like, hey, like, you want to ride home? I'm like, I live in Staten Island. They're like, that's yeah, fine. I was like, okay. Sure, no problem. Wow, that's so nice. Um, yeah, so so when I um so when I toured with them, I only knew like the singer and their other guitar player a little bit. Like I didn't really know about you know we had like a mutual friend who was actually no longer in the band. Mm-hmm. So I was like I was like yeah like you know like I would imagine my thought process would be like yeah like this could be cool. I mean I wasn't a fan of like any of the bands all the on the bill but i was like you know whatever like i'm not afraid of trying something new mm-hmm. and then i don't know like we got in that van and we just really hit it off and just we did three tours together and like i don't know like it's just there's like a different kind of uh closeness that you get when you're traveling in a van than in a bus mm-hmm. yeah i Especially guess back then because it's like because, you know, like back then, not everyone, it's like you don't have anywhere to go. It's like you're all in, in the van. And, you know, it's like aside from like your iPod or whatever, there's not much you can really, it's like no one's on their smartphone because they're, they're, there's not really smartphones yet. There's like Sidekick, which I have Sidekick, but it's like there's so much you could do on that, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. But like, so when we got to the tour, it was just cool because we all like just really all bro down all the time like Aww. like with the other bands like yeah that's nice like, it was a very fun experience how long was that tour like how long were you gone for uh i think like a month maybe or five weeks or something 
That's great. Like five weeks yeah. of just like getting to hang out with like good people. And that's awesome. I mean, obviously the work now I know the work must have been like pretty tedious, but still like just getting to hang out with everybody like that for that long and just being with around people that you get along with like that. Like that's so nice. Yeah. And then we did that tour and then we were home for like a week and then we started another tour right away after that. Oh, wow. Um, which, yeah, yeah. And for, for like the same amount of time, basically. So that was fun, too. You know, it was just like, yeah. like, it was like, oh, cool. Like, let's do it again right away. Wow. Um, yeah. That's lucky. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You have like you have gone and worked with so many people. That's crazy. Do you ever yeah. sit back and just be like, I can't believe I did all that. And like, you're not done yet. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure once stuff is like back up and is that your intention to go back to doing tours with people? Like once things are back to touring, I guess. I would my intention but i'll settle for it i'm sure somebody's gonna be like hey you want to do you want to do this tour with us like like the money is always usually really good if i get to work with people that i'm already friends with and like a fan of their band Mm -hmm. then it doesn't feel like work you know what i mean like i don't mind having like 15 hour days if it's for something i care about and for people that i care about if it's like one direction and i'm just fucking sweating in a van or like a (laughs) in a semi truck all day long. I'm I'm like fuck this shit, you know. It's like that's no. Like when you work with bands like that, do you get to meet them or is it just you never see them? Like you get hired from somebody like on their like PR team or whatever and then you just never see them or like how does that work? Cuz they're pretty huge. Yeah, well One Direction, yeah, I mean like that crew that they had, they actually had two crews cuz they would just flip-flop. So like they like one would start building the stage while another show was going on. So they had like a crew of like, I don't know, probably like 300 people. Oh wow. Um yeah, so it was like on a production like that, no, I don't I don't meet like I don't meet them. And plus like they're not even ever really there anyways. Like they show up pretty close to when they got to go on stage. Mm-hmm. And then they leave like right after. They're not like hanging all day and like catering whatever i mean like there's some artists that like just don't give a fuck and they'll just hang and you know whatever and they're cool like uh kelly clarkson's like that she's really cool kelly clarkson sorry the phone there like the connection got kind of choppy you said kelly clarkson yeah 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 kelly clarkson that's yeah she's awesome really she's really cool I like her accent. Yeah, she yeah. She has, like, yeah. a fun accent. <laughs> Who would you say, is she, like... Is she Canadian? No. I don't have an accent. You have an accent. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> sorry. So, how do you say it again? Sorry. Oh, you say it. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> um, you... Did you come to Winnipeg with Portugal the Man? Uh, probably. Were you on that tour? Because I was there, and I'm like, I'm wondering if I saw you there. What tour was it? Do you know who else played? I don't remember. It was, like, the last time that they were here. So maybe um, that must have been, like, 2018. Oh, then, yeah, yeah, absolutely, I was there. That's hilarious. How many times have you been to Winnipeg? I don't know, 10, 15, maybe. Really? Like, who, just off the top of your head, who have you been here with? Slayer, Portugal the Man, Brand New, uh, Roxette, Between the Barrier to Me, Judas Priest, maybe? Did I already say that? No, you didn't. Caius Lives, I'm pretty sure we did Winnipeg. The XX, I'm pretty sure we did Winnipeg. Like Warped Tour and Taste of Chaos and that shit, that definitely went, went to Winnipeg. 
the weekend. Wow. Um, You've been here a lot. That's crazy. It's just funny because I guarantee you that I have seen you at one of those shows at some point. <laughs> like, that's just so weird. Did you, when you yeah, were probably. in, when you were here, did you get time to like go out and see things? I feel like every time I've been there, it's always been super cold. So mm-hmm. I feel like, <laughs> like, so I feel like I don't really do much. And like, I mean, in a place like that, I don't wait, wait, no, hold on. Try to think. I, I think I went to the show there once on my day off. Who played? It was like a hip hop show. Fuck. Who was it? Uh, I have to look. I think it was like a night off from Judas Priest or something. But like, yeah, I forget who played, but it was like I went to a hip hop show that night at some, I don't know, like some nightclub, whatever. Just because like on my days off, I always look and see what's going on. But as far Mm -hmm. as like actual touristy things, I don't know what there is to do in in Winnipeg. Oh, nothing. I was just curious. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Like, no, there's nothing. Um, I met a girl there once. I met a girl there one time. And that was cool. That was just, like the most unexpected. Just one, just one girl. There's only actually three girls here, and I'm one of them. Sorry. Yeah. So I met one <laughs> of the other two. Yeah. And that like, was. Uh, when you say yeah. met, you're meaning like you hooked up with someone from Winnipeg. Is what you're saying, and trying to be nice about it. Um. You don't yeah, have to elaborate. I mean, yeah, if like, you're going to get in trouble, I don't want you to get in trouble. So. I don't want to get in trouble. One time I was in, in Winnipeg. Whatever that street is that, like, the MTS Center is, like, that main street, whatever, where there's, like, that Holiday Inn and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I was. It's funny. I was walking to get food. It may have been snowing a little bit. I don't know. But, like, I'm walking to get food. And, like, for some reason, everything is closed. And I was like, I think there's like a McDonald's on that street or something. And that, and like, I was like, all right, well, I'm just gonna go to McDonald's. And I walked to McDonald's and it's closed. I'm like, I'm like, oh, all right, fuck, okay, fine. And this is before like Uber Eats and all that stuff and like skip the dishes. You know what I'm saying? It's before mm-hmm. all that stuff. So it's either room service or you go find food. So I'm walking and there's this girl in front of the Holiday Inn like smoking. And here's the thing, I don't like talking to people. I'm just like. I just put my head down and walk away, but I decided to talk to her because a I'm hungry and maybe she would know. And I was <laughs> like, I was like, also she, I was like, also she's cute, so why not? <laughs> you know, so I go and uh, you know, I'm like, all right, well, I gotta assimilate to talk to the the local. So I'm like, oh hey, Derry. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, do you, do you do you know um where uh to get food? And then uh you know, so we start. So, so we just started talking, you know, and we hit it off and it was great, you know, and she's, you know, she's smoking a cigarette, whatever she may, she might, she may have light lit another one. I don't know why I can't talk, um, <laughs> you know, oh, that's funny. you're like, there, um, you know, <laughs> you're like pussy dazed. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. I'm like, Oh my God. I can't even think, you know, so we're out there talking. And then she finishes her, you know, her last cigarette and she's like, and she's like, Hey, do you want to come upstairs? And I'm like, cool. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. And then, you know, whatever. So we go to her room, we have a great time and then I'm leaving and then I'm in the elevator and I walk in the elevator and the first thing I see is like, uh, like on their menu, you know, like, um, it was advertising a burger that the hotel makes. I'm like, okay. Oh my God. God, I'm going to ask the front desk person about this because I don't want to go back upstairs. Be like, hey, don't go to bed yet, babe. Oh. I want to order a burger. 
Like, I want to charge <laughs> your room. So I, you know, exit the elevator and I go to the front desk. I'm like, hey, uh, is your kitchen still open? He's like, no. I'm like, fuck. Oh. So I did not get uh, food that night. Well, you got other stuff. So I guess <laughs> it's like, so it was a half win. It was half of a win. Yeah, You're... I was going to say something, something kind of gross, but it, it, it's fine. <laughs> you can say whatever gross things. I say a lot of gross shit on this podcast. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to say that I, I ate something, but it definitely wasn't food. Yeah, it wasn't a burger. A, f- a fur burger, a f- a I guess. F- f- yeah, well, it, it was, was a, a fur burger. Fur like, burger. I yeah, mean, that's fine. She, you have to have hair so you stay warm because it's cold. You know what I mean? You know what? I just I just move it out the way. It's fine. Not a big deal. <laughs> Won't stop Good. me. Yeah, it, and it shouldn't. You know, it should not stop you. <laughs> oh my God, I have seriously, I have two pages of questions for you, but like now. I saw a post that you did about trying to go see pulp and how it definitely did not work out. And I just, I have some travel, I have travel horror stories and I'm a really like, I love, I love traveling. Like I love traveling so much. I love everything about traveling except being on a plane. I told a kid we were going to die once and now I have to take pills, whatever. It's fine. But, um, I love everything that has to do with traveling, but yours like that sounded like an absolute fucking nightmare. And so I just wanted you to like talk about it. Oh, wow. Um, I had been to the UK a bunch of times before that, but I had never gone for, for fun. It's always been mm-hmm. for work. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I saw that pulp was playing the same festivals as Glassjaw, And I like Glassjaw was like one of like the first bands that I ever went on tour with. So they're playing there and I'd been overseas with them before. And um, I was like, yo, can I come with you guys? And they were like, they were like, yeah, but it's probably too late to get a work permit or like something mm-hmm. like that. Or maybe or maybe they just didn't want to like go through the hassle of emailing the promoter. I mean, anybody's listening to this, like if you want to get a work permit back then, you just email the whatever, like the person handling your paperwork and you go, hey, we got to add one more name. And it's like, OK, no problem. It'll be oh. 20 pounds. And yeah, it's not like a big deal. So I was like, hey, yo, I'll, like, like, I'll get my own flight. Can you give me a work permit? And they gave me some like rigmarole. Like, eh, I was like, uh, I was like, well, whatever, fuck it. Like, I'm still gonna come. Can I roll with you guys? And it was like, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. So the night I was supposed to fly out to meet them, I got back from a tour that morning, or oh. maybe like that afternoon. So I basically had to fly home, take a shower, and pack a, you know, pack a bag for like a week or so, and then go to the airport. But I was just like, well, let me, you know, like, like, let me relax. You know what I mean? I went up hitting all this traffic and then I missed my flight, but they were like, we'll book you on the next flight the next day. And like, I'm not really working. I'm just riding with them. So it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. So I wound up missing the first show, which is not a big deal. They were like, we'll pick you up the next morning at the airport and then we'll drive together to the next show. I'm like, cool. Okay. You know, I land and I get to passport control and they're looking through my passport. And, you know, they see all the, all the other work permits and they're like, what's the nature of your visit? And I go, Oh, I'm here to see a show. And I tell them the whole thing. I'm like, yeah, like my friends are playing. I'm just going to ride with them. I'm not working. And then they're going to do this festival. So I'm just going to leave them when we get there. And I'm just going to hang out for a couple of days and then come home. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, sounds like you're working. I'm like, right, but I'm not, cause I'm not getting paid. And they were like, well, can you prove you're not working? I'm like, how do you want me to prove that I don't have a job? Yeah. It's like, that's like going, Hey boss, I don't have, 
can you give me uh, a written letter that I don't work for you? That's just a weird thing to, to, to do. And, I, and I'm just like, I can't yeah, like, prove that. And they were like, oh, go ahead. No, just like how? How how could you possibly, like, <laughs> how do you prove that? Like, did yeah. they call your mom? Like, oh, no, he's right. just there for fun. Like, what the fuck? Right. And then they're like, oh, so you're going to all these concerts. Do you have concert tickets? And I was like, no, because, like, my friends were playing the show. They're like, oh, okay, you flew all this way. And you don't have concert tickets. I'm like, my friends are playing, so I don't have to pay to get in. They're like, well, it sounds like you're working. I'm like, I'm not working. Like, they're just putting me on the guest list. They're like, uh, okay, well, can you prove that? I'm like, they're like, can you show me the guest list? I was like, I, it's like, it's like, do you know how these things work? It's like, like the show, even if it was the show tomorrow, I don't have that guest list now. And I definitely don't have the guest list for like these big like UK festivals to show you. And it's like, I don't have access to that. We just submit our names and then they put them on the list. So I'm going through all of this and this is like, like I'm texting the guys because they're like, yo, what's going on? Because they've been just like circling for like hours at this point. Oh, no. And then I'm like, yo, just leave. I'll figure it out. I land at like 7 a.m. I'm there. I don't know. At about four o'clock after like a bunch of interviews, like they literally go through like everything that's in my, like on my person. Like, like I had a notebook, like a bunch of, like for lack of a better word, like a bunch of numbers from the last tour I was doing. Yeah. And they were all like, what's this? This sounds, this looks like work. I was like, yeah, that was the last tour I was on. Like I just oh flew in and then, you know, and, and like they were looking at like, like I had like a book of DVDs, like a watch on my computer. Yeah. And they're like, what are these? I'm just like, they're DVDs. And I'm just like, <laughs> Really? Like, like you're going for DVDs? Just looking for anything. Like, literally just looking for anything to bust you with. Like, oh, you're lying because you have this. Like, no, I'm I'm not. Yeah, you're lying. You have a notebook. I'm like, (laughs) uh, like, uh, oh, okay. So then eventually they're like, like, hey, so we're going to move you to a detention center until we make a decision. I'm like, jail? They go, no, it's not jail. I'm like, "Uh, it sounds like jail. They go, it's not jail. Okay. So I wait like an hour and then they come and get me. It's like they put the handcuffs on. They put the handcuffs on my legs. What? You know, and I'm, es- yeah. And I'm escorted by like two armed guards to the fucking, you know, to this van. What? And then they chain me. Like there's like, a, there's like these poles in the van, you know, so like they, they handcuff me to the pole now. So I'm just like in this van, I'm by myself, you know, and it's just like, Whoa. you know, these uh, yeah, and it's like these dudes with like assault rifles, and they're um. So we're in the van, they're driving, and then we stop at a checkpoint where we have to do the whole thing all over again. So it's like they come with like a like a minesweeper to make sure there's no <gasps> explosives, and I have to go through like a security <gasps> checkpoint to to like uncuff me, but I'm they still have guns pointed at me. Oh have to go through like a metal detector. I'm just like I'm just like yo, I literally like we drove two minutes. Like for real, we gotta go through another checkpoint. Oh my god! So but it's not in. it's not jail though. <laughs> like what the fuck? Yeah, I like yeah. yeah. I, I'm like, the fact that you can't see my face right now, but I'm like I'm fucking horrified. <laughs> like this is like one of my worst nightmares. <laughs> oh my god! It gets worse. It gets it it gets worse. Um. Oh so I go, you know. So we drive and we drive like an hour. It's like an hour maybe an hour and a half outside of town. So it's like outside of Glasgow, you know, I'm just like, this is far. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, so we pull up to this, 
this place and you know it's what you would think there's like these huge super tall gates with like barbed wire on them and it opens up and then we go in and then like the like the the driver and the passenger get out they get like searched then they search the van again they do like a like a minesweeper again and then we go through another set of gates where um you know they let me out and they escort me in and um you know they're uh they bring me to the front you know to to process me and they're asking you know like my name they're like name age blah 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 where are you from and then uh the guy's like all right so what'd you do you know so what's the offense and I'm like, what? I don't know. He's like, what do you mean? I don't know. I'm like, I'm like, I, I'm like, I don't know. They, they, they think I'm here to work and I'm not. And they go, and, and the guy stops what he's doing. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, they, they think I'm here to work. And then the guy goes, he's like, mate, I think you're in the wrong place, which is oh very comforting to God. hear. Yeah. So, um, they take my stuff, you know, they're like, take a change of clothes from your luggage so like they watch me do that you know like they watch me take my change of clothes and then uh they bring me you know like they escort me to where my my cell is so i'm asking the person who's walking me i'm like do you, I'm like, do you know when i'm gonna be out of here he's like i i don't know i'm like oh, okay cool that's great information to have oh my um God. so i'm there and then um when i walk into the room like the guy who brings me there, he's kind of like obnoxious and mm. there's like these Muslim guys praying. So we walk in on their prayer. This guy couldn't give a fuck less. So you wow. walk in through their, you know, so, so walking through their prayer, he's just being, he's probably being more obnoxious because they're there praying. You know what I mean? He's not trying to be quiet. And he's uh. like, he's like, Hey, so he's like, so he's like, here's your bed. Here's your locker. And I'm sharing it with three other people. And he's like, he's like, all right, well, it's dinner time. Are you hungry? I'm like, yeah, I haven't eaten, I haven't eaten yet. So, takes me, he takes me to get dinner. Um, he brings me to the cafeteria, and uh, he calls somebody. He's like, hey, come over here, whatever. And then he's like, hey, this is so and so. Just show him around so he knows what to do. And the guy's nice. He's like, he's like, hey man, it's your first time here. I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh cool man, no problem. He's like, you know, just. You know, he's like, he's like, you take a tray, you know, from here and then you, you know, you grab your, your silverware from here and then you go here to get your food, you know, just tell him what you want and, you know, it's fine. And then you find a place to sit. He's like, you know, he's like, I'll sit with you today. I'm like, cool. So we're talking and then, you know, he's like, hey, like, what'd you do? What'd you do to get in here? Which, which I thought wouldn't be like the first thing that people talk about when they're in there, when they're in jail. But I guess it is. Whoa, what? So he's like, hey. So he's like, hey, like, so what'd you do to get in here? And I tell him, he's like, no, really, what'd you do to get in here? I'm like, I'm serious. He's like, wait, they sent you here? I'm like, yeah. yeah. He goes, he's like, that's fucked up. I'm like, great. I'm wow. Like, well, what did you do to get in here? So I ask him, I'm like, what did you do to get in here? And he starts kind of like laughing. He's like, yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, well, what is it? Because he was really nice. He was like, he was like, ah. He's like, well, you know, they found um, I forget, I forget how he said it. It's been so long. He was like, he was like, well, they found, uh, you know, they found me with some explosives, so you know, they think I was gonna do something bad, what? like something like that. And I was the like, fuck? okay, yeah, yeah. So we keep, 
so I'm we keep so, so we keep horrified. Talking. I'm sorry. I'm so horrified right now. Like my hands are sweating. <laughs> like, oh my god. Yeah, so were you just like shitting your pants? Like, how are you calm? I don't even know how you're telling this story in like a calm fashion because I'd probably be in fucking tears right now. I'm just that's how I am in life. Oh my god. Like <laughs> in the next episode, we can we can tell the story of how I watched somebody get murdered, like shot in the head, like ten feet in front of me if you want. And then that, and the, it's the same thing. It's like it, it's like I'm also calm. I'm just calm in situations like this because it's like I've never like I can't think of any situation where where someone's like thank God I panicked because that that's not great no one you know like like that never helps so I'm just I know like, I so know I'm just like, yeah like so for me I'm just like why do I want to give myself a disadvantage when this already sucks I get you know? it I I just, just this is fucking okay so you're sitting with this guy who just lets you know. Like, hey, um, yeah, so he had some explosives and you're just like, okay, so obviously they did send you to prison. Like it was jail. It wasn't a detention center. There's no way that's a detention center. So like the one thing that I saw, like the one thing I was always curious about whenever I go to the UK, I'm like, hey, where's all the Asian people? Where's all the black people? Oh, they're in they're in fucking jail because that's because they're, they're all there. But I don't have I don't have a group to go like to rock with. You know what I'm saying? I'm not Asian, I'm not black, I'm not white, so and I'm also American, so I have no group. There's no Mexicans, there's no like Latino contingent of jail <laughs> like in the UK. So so I'm literally a, like a you know, a gang of one. Oh so that thing kind of fucking rattled me because I was like fuck i got no one to turn to so i was like yo i guess i better i was like yo i'm just gonna pretend i'm muslim i can fuck with that that's cool you know <laughs> um so so we're eating and the guy's like the guy slides his dessert like right in front of me because i because like you know i haven't eaten in fucking like however many hours and i just like i like devour everything and mm-hmm. um you know, like the guys, like guys, like oh, like you like the food? I was like, I was like, actually, yes, the food was good. I'm not even gonna lie, it, it was oh. actually really good. I was, I was like, this is sick. I was, this, you know, it's not bad. I mean, I may die, but the food's pretty good. <laughs> um, yeah, and like, so he slides his dessert right in front of me, and he's like, and I'm like, I've seen enough movies where like, if you take someone's dessert, you're their bitch. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, so I'm just like, he's like, uh, I'm playing dumb. I'm like, I'm like, what? He goes, no, nah, my friend, take my dessert. I'm like, no, I'm good, man. He's, he's like, he's like, no, 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 no take it. It's fine. And I go, no, I'm good, man. No, he's like, no, no, my friend, you don't understand. You, you must take the dessert. Whoa. And I'm just, and I'm just like, uh, no, man, I'm not taking it. And then right at that moment, a guard comes and he puts his hand on my shoulder. He's like, I need you to come with me. So I'm like, I'm not even relieved because I'm like, am I in more fucking trouble? Yeah. So, so he takes me and he walks me back towards my room. And I'm just like, uh, I'm like, what's wrong? He's like, well, we made a mistake. I'm like, mistake. He's like, yeah. I'm like, what do you, I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, well, we usually don't get a lot of Americans here. And when we get Americans, it's usually a problem. I go, okay. He goes, well, 
he's like, we put you in the wrong room. And I go, what do you mean? He goes, well, last time we put an American with uh, e- extremist Muslims, they try to kill him in his sleep. Oh my so God. we're going to, yeah. So we're going to move you to a different room. I'm like, <gasps> okay. So I'm like, okay. Oh my God. So they take me, you know, I get my stuff and they move me to a room on like the other side of the, the jail, whatever. And there's nobody in there. He was like, here's your new room. I'm like, oh, this is sick. I was like, cool. I just abandoned him. I'm on a window. I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is cool. That lasts for like 30 minutes. And then they bring in this, uh, he's like Nigerian dude, I guess, like Nigerian African dude. Um, he's like, he's like, he looks like, he looks like he like just washed up on shore and like, you know, just like, like, like captive style. His, he has like a white shirt that's like ripped to shreds. Oh he's just sweating and he's yelling. He's just yelling. And he's having a conversation with somebody that's not in the room because he's not oh talking God. to me. He's just yelling. He's just, oh you know, he's picking up an imaginary phone, calling somebody, just yelling into his hand. He's just fucking having a complete meltdown. Now, I'm not afraid because he doesn't give a fuck about me. So it's fine. He he could not be any less concerned with me. Like he doesn't care about me, which is fine. I'm yeah. great. Please don't care about me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's yeah. So that was my um my cellmate for the night. I go like I walk out of the room. I didn't know like what the deal was. So I walk out of the room because like diagonally across was like a like an an officer station, I guess mm-hmm. for lack of a better word. So I walk in. He's like, he's like, yeah. I go, uh, can I ask your question? He's like, make it. He's like, make it quick. I'm like, um, do you know what I'm gonna be getting out of here? He's like, what's your last name? Tell him the last name. He's like, uh, and he and like his tone just kind of drops from oh. like uh to like uh, like I'm like, uh, he's like, uh, I don't know. I'm like, what does it say? What? He just says it just says not available. He's, I'm like, what? He's like, it says not available. I'm like, what does that mean? He's like, I've never seen that before. I'm like, what? what? Like for real? Oh my god. Um. Oh, back to your like. I thought of one thing that I missed. Back to your comment about like, hey, like you sound really, really calm. I texted my sister like before they took away my phone. I was like, yo, do me a favor. If you talk to mom and dad, just let them know that I'm fine. Mm-hmm. But here's the deal. And she's like, where are you? I told her where I was, so she knows. Not a big deal. But Thirty minutes later, I'm I'm in. I'm in that interrogation room, just, you know, which I was also chained to a desk, too, by the way. Um, what? So I was, fuck? Like, so I'm in there, and then, like, somebody comes in, they go, you have a phone call. I'm like, who, I'm like, who the fuck is calling me? And it's my sister. She's having a meltdown. She's like, oh, my God, where are you? How are you? Like, what's going on? I'm just like, please, just fucking relax. She's like, how am I going to relax? I'm like, shut the fuck up like <laughs> you're home go watch jerry springer or something i'm in fucking jail i'm about to go to jail just relax you're not helping yeah your paranoia isn't helping that's oh, another no. reason why i'm just like i'm never reacting that way to any fucked up situation in my life never <laughs> i cannot and i will not no way because that's not helpful at all no, I get it. I guess it's um, just my like that's my first like panic is my first um 
order of business, which certainly doesn't help. But like, I don't know how, like, so you were literally in prison for absolutely no reason. Like you were just literally trying to see a concert. And then they sort of like put you there to be like, well, I don't know. Fuck this guy. Like, oh, okay. Like, that's yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so you're so you spent the night then, obviously. Yeah, um, I forget. Actually, like I was, t- I was talking to somebody about this because, like, I wrote them like a detail. Because, like, as it was happening, I was like, I'm writing this in my head, and I'm, and as soon as I can get to a computer, I'm gonna spill it all out. Um, like I wrote all of this down, and I sent this to somebody, but but I don't remember what I wrote. But like, I feel like I spent a night there, but I feel like I spent two nights there. I I really don't remember. But anyways. One of the nights, if not the first night, I'm there, I'm sleeping, and, and like, I get a knock on the door with, like, the fucking nightstick, oh. you know, and they, you know, and they open the door, and they go, you know, they say my last name, and then they're like, they're like, uh, they're like you're leaving at 5, uh, be, be ready by then, like, we'll wake you up at, at, at 4.30. I'm like, uh, okay, so I'm like, oh, cool. So they wake me up, you know, whatever, I take a shower. You know, I brush my teeth and then, you know, put on the same fucking clothes and I go to the airport, you know, so, so everything I told you about going from the airport to the jail is now in reverse. So every checkpoint, like the same guards, it's like the same protocol. They're transferring a prisoner now. Like you were still handcuffed and everything? Yeah. Well, I mean, not, not while I was in jail, but like on the way back. Yeah, it was, it was exactly the same. Every everything was just in reverse. So now, so they bring me back, and I'm at the airport. It's like 6:30 in the morning now, oh and uh, you know, so I was under the assumption that they were gonna like deport me that day. I'm like, cool, at least this is over. So yeah. I um um so I'm there, and I'm there for like a half hour, and like no one's telling me anything. And then eventually somebody comes in. They go, they go, hey, so we got good news, we got bad news. I'm like, okay. They go, the bad news is uh there's a hurricane on the, the the east coast so all all flights have been canceled i'm oh. like oh okay i'm like so what do we do and they're like wait do you live like is philadelphia close to you and it's like you know like hour and a half two hours away i'm like yeah and i'm like yo you can literally send me wherever you want in the u.s it's 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 fine and they're like uh, well, was a flight leaving in about an hour and a half. I'm like, I'm like, please put me on that flight. And th- and then the guy is like, well, the guy that can change that doesn't come in for about three hours. So so now I'm just like, I'm like, why the fuck did you even tell me that? There was yeah. literally no reason for me to have that, that that information. So now I'm just like, you know what, fuck it, I don't care. So I'm sitting chained to chained to a desk and I'm just like laying on the floor, you know. So I'm like okay. sleeping, you know, because I haven't really slept. So I'm sleeping, you know, I have like my arm up whatever and i'm there for hours no one's coming in to check on me at all no one's telling me anything and then like about um i don't know like around like three o'clock or so i get you know like someone comes in the room and like you know i've been sleeping for hours so i'm probably snoring and drooling and the guy's <laughs> like he's like so this guy comes in he's he's like he's like all right mate he's like i want to talk to you I'm like, oh yeah okay he's like all right so he tells me the situation he's like um you know he's like like all all the flights in and out are suspended there's a big hurricane i'm like okay mm. he's like he's like this is what we can do he's like we can let you go 
or you can we can take you back to jail i'm like i'm like well i don't want to go back um, there he's like he's like no. i figured yeah so i was like all right and then um he's like he's like you know so uh he's like we don't know when the flights are going to be uh back and operational so we'll just we'll just call you when it's when it's your turn i'm just like i'm like okay well what do i do now he's like he's like well if i was you and this is coming from like this is not the guy that I talked to the first day. Okay. Like the first the first day I talked to a woman who just fucking hated me from the the second she saw me. Right. The second day the second day was a guy who was much cooler. He was like, so I was like, hey, so so what should I do? He was like, well, if I was you, I would just go meet up with your mates and then come back when it's time for your flight. I'm like, what? Wow. I'm like, wait. I'm like, wait. So you want me to go and do the thing I came here to do before you put me in jail? He's like, hey, man. I didn't put you in jail, so don't get mad at me. I'm just telling you what your options are. I'm like, that's fair, but I'm like, this is bullshit. So, and he's like, he's like, all right, look. So he's like, he's like, just figure out something to do and just wait. So I'm like, all right, well now I gotta spend all this money on a hotel. And by the way, they kept my passport. <gasps> like I'm just like, yeah, like they wouldn't give it to me. I'm like, okay, they they go they go, we'll give it to you when it's when you're ready to fly home. I'm like, okay, so so now you know. I'm in Glasgow and luckily like I know one person. So I just got to hang out with her for like a day or two. So, okay. you know, so I just like, so I just like post up at this holiday inn. Um, it's always a holiday inn, right? Yeah. Um, I was just going to say that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So I post okay. up, yeah. So I post up at this holiday inn. Didn't, didn't meet a girl. Um, oh, though. I'm sorry. Um, That's too bad. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. But, uh, <laughs> you know, so I post up at this holiday inn and then, um, it's funny, like, the airline would call me and they would be like, your flight is rescheduled for, you know, whatever. So then I would call, I would call, uh, like customs, whatever, like passport control. Cause I had their, uh, direct number oh. and they'd be like, no, they're like, you know, and like the information was like contradictory, but I'd be like, Hey, they, they have me on a flight on Tuesday. They're like, Oh, your flight is until next week, Friday. I'm like, the fuck. So that would happen. Like, Oh, so, so I'm there for days. Right. And then while oh. this is happening, the festival that I wanted to go see pulp is going on. So I'm watching it like in this like crappy holiday Inn express in Glasgow, <laughs> not, you know, not having a good time. I'm worried about not having my passport. That's just, you know, weird. Um, you know, so I'm just there whatever. And then like, I'm waiting, waiting. And then like, they would call me and the airline would call me and it would always be like, it would just be like a contradictory, like state of information. And then one day, the airline calls me and they're like, Hey, you've been rebooked on a flight tomorrow morning. And I'm like, yes. So I call, so I call customs and, I, and every time I call them, they know me by the sound of my voice. They don't even yeah. have to ask who it is. You know. <laughs> this time I call and it's a person who I've never spoken to before. And I start explaining who I am. I'm like, I'm like, hi, you know, this is, this is, they go, yeah, you're Lewis. Right. I go, yeah. Like, Oh, oh okay. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, how may I help you? I'm like, uh, yes. So I just got a call from United. They said that I have a flight tomorrow morning. And they're like, let me check up on that. They check it. They're like, yeah, cool. No problem. I'm like, wait, so I can take that flight home? They're like, yeah. I'm like, all right, great. So they go, your flight's at 9 a.m. They go, you got to be here at 6. And when you and when you come in, you go to check in your flight. And when they dismiss me, they gave me like a paper to mm -hmm. to show the person at the counter who would then go and get my passport and then I would just, you know, be on, be on my way. Mm -hmm. That's not what happens. So I go, I get there at 6 a.m. and I go to the counter and I'm like, hey, um, you know, blah, 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 you know, 
I tell them the story and they're like, oh, um, hold on one second. Someone will be right with you. So it's 6.30. It's 7 o'clock. It's 7.30. It's 8 o'clock. So I'm like, yo, what the fuck, man? You know, so I can go to the counter and I'm like, I'm like, hey, I've been waiting two hours for, my, for someone to bring out my passport. And they go, someone will be right with you. I'm like, what the fuck? And then like, so like 30 minutes later, it's 8.30, by the way. It's like 30 minutes later, the woman who, who I met initially, who asked me all these questions, who threw me in jail, she comes in strolling, like walking super slow oh. with my passport in her hand with this other woman. And she comes in and she's not even talking to me. She's talking about me. So she's, she's, so she's instructing the other, the other person, like you have to meet this man at the gate for this airport. And when I think she's going to hand me my passport, she just mm-hmm. hands it to the other person. <gasps> and she, and she, I'm just like, I'm like, you fucking cunt, you know? Um, so, so I'm like, Hey, well, how am I going to get through security? This is an international flight and I don't have a passport. And then she goes, they know who you are. I'm like, what do you mean? They know who I am. Well, it doesn't make any sense. So I go through pass, you know, so I go through security, the whole thing. They don't ask you for my ID. They just, you know, I just show my boarding pass and they're like, cool. So I go through, of course, like the, um, the gate is like the furthest possible gate. So I'm running, you know, and luckily, like, luckily this isn't a huge airport, but yeah. it's still like long enough for me to like run. So I'm running to make it to the gate. Cause it's like, you don't, that's way too close. Even for like a domestic flight, you don't, you don't do that. Yeah. So I'm running to the gate and they're about to close the door. I'm like, wait, 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 I'm on the flight. And they're like, okay, give them my boarding pass. And they're like, where's your, where's your passport? I'm like, I don't have it. They're like, what do you mean you don't have it? I go, I don't have it. Someone's oh supposed to meet God. me here and give it to me. And, and they go, what does that mean? I go, I don't know. So they close, they close the gate. I'm like, you fucking <gasps> kill me. And then, so the woman, like the woman who they gave my passport to, she comes strolling, like, you know, like, you know, like no big deal. <laughs> And then, you know, I extend my hand to get the passport again. I don't get it. She gives it to the person <gasps> checking me in. She tells them this person has to be on this flight. Open the gate. They open the gate. They let me in. Now, mind you, I checked in online mm-hmm. and I picked my seat and I was like, cool, 7A, because I had like a little bit of status with them so I could get like closer to the mm-hmm. front. I was like, perfect. They switched my seat. So now I'm the last person, like the last row. Oh. You know, like, like, like up against the wall. Um, and they don't, so they escort me onto the plane. I don't just get to go on there by own. They escort me onto the plane. As soon as I get on the plane, they tell the stewardess or like, uh, or maybe like somebody in the flight crew, they go, Hey, this person like here, hold this person's passport. Do not give it to him until you land. It's like, what? It's like, I'm on the plane. Like, where am I going to go? So they escort me like like a criminal to my seat, and then they go, "You can't exit the plane until everybody else has left." I'm like, "Okay, well, first of all, that's fine because I'm in the back anyway. So by the time I exit, mostly everybody is gonna be gone." Right. So I'm like, "Okay, I'm like, all right, well, whatever, fine." So I'm sitting there, everyone's looking at me like, "What this guy do?" And I'm just like, "Oh, this sucks." Um, <laughs> and one of the one of the rare occasions that I actually have a conversation with like the flight crew was on my flight 
on the way in and it was the same flight crew on the way out and they were like and they were like hey how was your trip and i was like yo you know so like they all gather around the back and and they're listening to my story and they're like are you kidding me i go i'm not kidding you they're like that's horrible so finally like you know the plane lands everyone's getting off and um you know i'm like i'm waiting for everybody to get off and there's like a you know there's like a flight attendant in the back and she's like, sir, we, we, we've landed. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for my passport. She's like, what do you mean? I go, well, somebody has my passport. They gave my passport to somebody on the flight crew. And I go, we don't have your passport. You have, you have your passport. I'm like, no, I don't have my passport. They told me to sit here until the plane completely deboards. And then I get my passport back. So now they can't find my passport. Oh my so they're God. looking every, yeah. So they're looking everywhere for it. I'm just sitting there. I'm just like. Like every possible step I get, I get fucked with, you know? Um, <laughs> so eventually they find it. So I walk to the front and then they don't give me my passport. They call up and like, like a federal agent on the other side. He comes in, he takes my passport. He escorts me to passport control. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm already here. Like, it's like I was deported to my own country. Like, what? where do you think I'm going? And then, you know, so they uh, – so mind you, I haven't seen my passport in a week. So I don't know what's in it. Mm-hmm. So they give me my stamp, and then they go, here you go. So I'm flipping through it, I'm, 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 you know, because I'm curious, like, what like what it says. Mm-hmm. And in the middle page, there's, like, a big cross. <gasps> and, yeah, I, I'm just like – I'm like, fuck. They just – put that in there to make sure nobody misses it wow. like a big cross be like no this person was denied entry and that was it and, and then i was home wow have long- you been have you been back to the uk since yeah 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 but every time i go like i didn't go there for like five years and then i went um i hadn't been there in a, or maybe four or five years and then i went with the xx and then uh you know it was like it took took me like 90 minutes at passport control <laughs> and, and then eventually they like reluctantly let me through and then i went there again uh maybe like a few months later mm-hmm. and it was this it was the same thing it was like more than maybe like 45 minutes they reluctantly let me through wow so every time i go it takes a, it takes a little little less time i think i've been back like four or five times like since i don't remember but like but it's not as long as like the first time back since okay but, like <laughs> But like, but like, but I need a, I need a work permit. So I can't ever go there like on my own. I can't be like, oh, I want to, I want to visit. No, I can't visit anybody. Really? So now it's like, it has to be like work-based. Yeah. Wow. You're marked for life, literally for absolutely no reason. Yeah. Wow. That's, uh, that's wild. (laughs) Like, that. I wasn't expecting that. Like when I asked you, I was like, oh, this will just be like a quick, like, <laughs> yeah, no, but like, yeah, no. no, like you asked. Yeah. Wow. I'm like, I'm glad I picked that one for last too. Cause I feel like that's like a, that's a, that's like a show ender. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and that's why I'm not allowed to go to the UK. I'm like, oh, okay. Wow. All right. That's crazy. I, like all of I wish it's too bad that we don't have video on because I wish you could have seen my face through all of that and it's hard too because um you can't 
like, because Skype is so shit, as soon as you start talking, it cuts the other person off really weird, you know? So it's like, I'm trying not to say anything, like, but it's hard not to, it's hard not to make, like, squeaks through that. Like, it's just, it's, it's crazy. I don't know. Like, it's great that you are a calm person, because I, like, people like me don't survive through things like that. Fuck, that's wild. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well, thank you. (laughs) Thanks for that. Like, I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) It's amazing. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah, no problem. You have, like, millions uh, of stories. Yeah, I do. I mean, like, they're not all bad, you know? They're not not all like that. But uh, No, but you just have... have You've done some stuff, you know what I mean? Like you've you've been places and seen things. That's awesome, and been put in prison for absolutely no reason. That's uh, that's great. <laughs> Fuck. Lucky, lucky me. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Well, I, I, now you know I'm gonna make you do this again. So thanks. Yeah, I'm down. Just let me know. Just let me know when you when you when you need me. All right. Thanks, Lou. I really appreciate that. Wow. It's like I, <laughs> like I'm sort of like at a loss for words because I just felt like I was like in your story with you. <laughs> like my face hurts from like making a face. Like my cheeks hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's so wild. Okay, well, thank you. I'm gonna I'm gonna end it on that, but I'm gonna get you to do this again because I still honestly have a whole page of questions that I didn't even get to ask you. So yeah, cool. Yeah. You know where to you know where to find me. I do. And now that I have your number, I'm just gonna text you and harass you so much. God, that was so dangerous of you. <laughs> just evil laugh. Um, okay, Mwah. thank you. <laughs> Thanks for doing this. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Um yeah, okay, no well until uh until next time. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> okay. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, thank All you. Right. <laughs> bye. Right, bye. All right, my friends, thank you so much for listening. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Prosecco and Ponies, or you can email me your stories at ProseccoWithPony at gmail.com. Stay hydrated, my loves. Cheers.